1: This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mayner. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Black <laughs> We got the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Geno Smith looks like he's going to be good to go. We still don't know about T. Higgins. I, I think it's going to take at least another week here for T. Higgins. Still not practicing, still having a hard time sleeping up reportedly and all that good stuff. Uh, Cincinnati is still favored in this game. Minus three in Cincinnati, 45 and a half over under. I don't like the lines in this game. So as far as the lines go, I don't really have a good bet. I, I don't know. Would you guys take Cincinnati minus? three or over the 45 and a half or under the 45 and a half. I feel like it's about
0: right. Yeah, it's just
1: not much value there. There's a lot of
0: unknowns going into this game.
1: Agreed. Agreed. I do think there's some props that we can be had as we go through this, though. We do need to talk about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow back from the freaking dead hello joe burrow i guess the reports about his calf issue feeling a lot better were not overblown apparently <laughs> we we even saw joe burrow pick up a first down with his legs Man.
0: it was a miracle like you must be feeling better we can, walk. Oh. <laughs> can i just say one thing real quick about joe yeah. burrow Much different defensive pass rushing they're going to follow this week versus what they saw. The worst, the second best. So that's going to be exciting to see.
1: No, 100%. Don't disagree. I will say this, though, as far as Seattle being the second best pass rushing team out there, complete the pass is a big. I, I, no, I'm just yeah. saying as, as far as why statistically there's a second best pass rushing team, you, you can take the Giants on, on, on Monday. Night, well, that, yeah. that was
0: all against the Giants. They, they, they saw down, but the they, were, they were top five even they before were. that. They finally got the sack rate. They, yeah. they had percentage The pressure rate was one of the higher ones already. They got the sacks, Dan, as you're alluding to. That jumped them up the board. Very- <laughs> yeah, 52
2: <laughs> sacks in one game will do that for you. but. <laughs> yeah, so-
0: just, just wanted to throw that out there a little bit here,
1: um, but Burrow, man, back in my top ten, he, I got him actually ranked at yeah. eight, two spots higher than the East yards player props, two hundred seventy-one and a half uh, passing yards, and Seattle's giving up the twelfth most fantasy points to the quarterbacks. I do think this is the type of game that has a chance. be a shootout so i'm a little intrigued going over on the 45 and a half still think that line's about right but i do think burrow's gonna get 271 oops wrong wrong drop 271 and a half passing yards here uh because uh jamar chase is gonna have 200 that by himself so he'll be able to get that (laughs) what do you have you 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 confident now moving forward chase on joe burrow we're just locking him in the top 10 he's back and ready to roll
2: yeah i hope i'm confident because i got him in in one of my home leagues and it's (laughs) the keeper auction league. I spent some money on that dude. Um, no, I, I have him at, I have him at 10 right at ECR. I think that it's a good matchup with Seattle, even with their, their pass rush. Uh, they give up quite a few points to opposing quarterbacks. And, you know, I think that he and Chase do seem to still, I mean, they still have their connection. Jamar Chase is still a dynamic weapon. And I think that, you know, if, if he can be as comfortable as he looked last week, moving around and actually throwing off of that foot instead of just, you know, kind of standing on the other foot and winging it. Uh, I, I think there's no reason to think that he can't do what, what we've become accustomed to from Joe Burrow, as opposed to what we saw for the first month of the season. So
1: yeah, uh, I'm, 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 I'm
2: back in on him.
1: The, the only unfortunate part of this is that the by-low window and Joe Burrow just passed. That's the yeah. only unfortunate yep. part of this. Uh, Geno Smith, I do have him as a QB 13. Very streamable option again in the game. I wouldn't be surprised if we wound up seeing some points being scored. Obviously, we love Kenneth Walker this week. Let's talk a little Joe Mixon. This is the one thing I am going to bring up, and this kind of goes back to Burrow. It's clear they still don't want him lining up under center. Chase, you and I talked about this yeah, a little yeah, yeah. bit on, on Sunday night, so I'm going to get Chris's feedback here on this one. Uh, Joe Mixon is beginning all the goal line work and we know eventually he's going to break bust in and get into the touchdown area, but it's a little frustrating, especially when you own a lot of Joe Mixon because the value that he had this year with will see him have to line up in shotgun, knowing that he's predominantly, or at least better as a downhill runner when you're on the two freaking yard line. So when are we going to see Joe Burrow line up under center? So Joe Mixon can get going a little bit. Do you think that ever happens at this point this year?
0: Maybe playoff stretch, maybe in the playoffs. I don't think there's. They don't have to. They're not going to. They're under the belief Dan, that they unlocked Joe Burrow last year when they started off poorly last year. They went to shotgun only, and that seemed to kind of kind of put their offense back on track. And they've been kind of geared towards that sense, similar to Deshaun Watson in Cleveland situation, where it's his idea that they had to be in their gun all the time, and that's how they succeed for our quarterbacks are invested to kind of make do. Um, You know, there's a lot of concern about going into the season with Nick Chubb, but he had, how he was going to adjust for that. I think Joe Mixon kind of just getting used to, but Joe Mixon kind of played this role in college. So I don't think it's something that severely adjusts what he's kind of used to doing, except for in the red zone, as you're pointing out, Dan, that's where yeah. it sucks. And it's where it's stupid in the NFL, just period. So
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that that's, he's, more got, my first. he's got the six, six most, he's got the six most red zone attempts in football inside the, oh, inside yeah? the red zone. It's just when they're coming out of the freaking shotgun in the red zone, it's, with it's with stupid. a, a, a below average
1: offensive line with a below average offensive Yeah, line. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. if your offense is the Eagle. If your offense line is the Eagles, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Okay, but when it's a below average offensive line and there's no holes and you got a guy who needs to get downhill to get some momentum, it's just a little frustrating to see. The good news for Joe Mixon, like you guys said, he is still getting the opportunities. And as we saw last week, because Travion Williams is, I don't if he lined up on the wrong side or just ran the wrong play. Uh, there's nothing backing up. I'll I one more card.
0: If you're going to do shotgun. At least be a little creative, like you see Miami and some other teams do. There's a jet sweep action, there's different guys to Something kind of right. throw you tonight. Just is like, here, we're <laughs> handing the ball to the guy eight yards behind Atlanta scrimmage. Yeah, it's
2: yeah, the, the, the Tecmo Super Bowl out. playbook.
0: Yeah, <laughs> the Jamar Chase, for God's sakes, get some eyes on somebody else for a second. Look how great that looked for Miami. Tyreek Hill runs one way or it looking over there, and the next thing you know, guys are handoff. Oh, that's don't that's I sad.
1: know it? Jamar Chase, by the way, 84 and a half receiving yards, player prop. Oh yeah, I like that, the over this week, especially when I don't expect T. Higgins to play again. Uh, DK Metcalf, I have him as a top 12 receiver this week, 63 and a half receiving yards. He'll have to go over that to com- uh, combat my projection there. Tyler Lockett, still a little ahead of the ECR, but I do have him as a wide receiver three. Been a little bit more hit or miss so far this season than he was, let's say, last year or the year before where he had suddenly become kind of consistent, but Tyler Lockett's still a flex play Uh, nonetheless, any other notes in this game you guys want to touch on before we move on?
0: Are you you said are you playing Tyler Boyd? I didn't know where you had him at.
1: Uh, I have, I'm not. I, I, even if T Higgins doesn't play, I have Boyd at wide receiver 43. Like, I I know he fell into the end zone last week. It was the Jamar Chase show. Joe Mixon's getting involved. If Boyd doesn't score a touchdown, they still don't go out of their way to target him, even without Higgins.
2: Two years ago, Tyler Boyd looked like the best third receiver in football, and he's just now he's just kind of a dude.
0: Yeah. Chris, what did you whisper? I like, KJ Osborne. These are the yeah. guys who get six, seven catches. And <laughs> yeah. the other guy's out. Ooh, I never got to 255 because of yards. And that's the problem.
1: Yep. Nope. I agree with that. All right. So let's head into our next.